So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. You think you know me. You think you know me. Yes, a WWE Hall of Famer could be coming back to back up Edge. Who could it be? What WWE Hall of Famer does he know very well? Well, we'll get into that. Matt Hardy has his has a spoon firmly in the pot to stir up the all of that all elite WWE tribalism. It's WWE versus all elite. We're getting into that. And King Woods, he's busy with G4. He's busy being the king of the ring. But now he's also jumping into the Nickelodeon television game. Oh, man, someone's getting slimed here. We're jumping right into it. Hit that like button. Share it. My diehards, new people, get into the conversation. We're with you every weekday, but it's every strong day when you're on Sports Kita Top Story of the Day. Oh, we already got people talking trash in the comments. If you're with us for the first time, jump into the conversation. <laughs> we will get into the WWE. One of them sucks. S-U-X-X-X-X-X. I'm going to go fight somebody in the comments. This band is gr- this This thing is greater than this thing. This is so much better. Oh, jump right into there. All right. We got people yelling, watch out, watch out. We have to do a watch out, watch out t-shirt at some point. I think we have to do one, guys. Watch hey, out, buddy. Uh, for the people who aren't here, we do this every single weekday for you in the 5 p.m. 6 p.m. Eastern hour. Uh, make sure those notifications are on. You can get us on YouTube and Facebook. Of course, you can also get us on the podcast. Thank you for people putting us on the podcast in four countries. We were in the top 100 dressing podcasts on Apple in the That's United right. States, Canada, That's right. Ireland, and Great Britain. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'm very, very grateful for that. Australia as well. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, 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 oi. Uh, Jeremy Bennett with me, Jose as well. Uh, Jose, you'll be busy later tonight going on with the debrief. That's our AEW post show. Also covering NXT, kind of a preview uh, for this weekend's war games. Yeah. Which will be pretty cool. Uh, Jeremy, you're quite busy. You and I arguing about many different things in wrestling. I, I assume we'll have something to argue about today with that AEW WWE stuff, correct? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what All right. Matt we'll get into say. it here. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's our second story. Let's get into our first story of the day here. Uh, This is interesting here. Edge returned on Monday Night Raw. I thought it was a curious choice for him to be lined up with uh, Miz, who returned as well. We haven't seen Miz in quite some time. He was busy dancing with stars, but he didn't come alone. As you can see there in the graphic, he is with his uh, reality TV show uh, castmate and wife, mother to his children, Maurice. Maurice, Mike. Uh, and Maurice and Mike are back together, and they are, of course, in a wonderful words here with a rated R superstar, Edge. It seems like the new program, the new direction for him, an interesting choice for Edge here, as he's kind of has that rarefied air, that featured player status. If he's going to be in a program, he's going to be in it with somebody special and maybe away from a title or with a title. So clearly, he's not going to be in the title picture. Uh, and now he's going to have kind of maybe more of a personal issue. I think these are a little bit more entertaining with Edge. 
Yeah, I completely agree, man. I think, uh, you know, what, what we saw Monday night between Edge and uh, and The Miz, I think it was great. I'm, I'm a mark for The Miz, but I'm an even more bigger mark for Maurice. I said that a couple of days ago. Uh, <laughs> I was very, very excited to see Maurice back on TV. I just feel like Maurice makes The Miz so much better. And they just, kind of, I mean, they just, they, they are the power couple that they are. But interestingly enough, today it's being reported by PW Insider that there's been talk within WWE of bringing Miss Beth Phoenix up to the main roster so she can aid Edge in his feud against The Miz. Now, there's been a lot of talk in the past of having Beth team up with Edge to face possibly Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, but looks like this is the route that we're going to go with the Miz and Maurice and Beth Phoenix and Edge. I'm all about it. Let's see it. Uh, I I really am looking forward to see if this actually ends up happening. More than likely, I think this is probably lining that up for maybe day one, if not the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, your I take. The very first thing I thought of when Maurice came out uh, with Miz was that I think Beth Phoenix is going to get involved. So it does not surprise me that that the PW Insider is saying that they expect this to happen. I think it is uh, natural that, uh, you know, we have hardly seen them really work together, so to speak. And so in this mixed tag, I think it would be perfect to have for day one or or the Royal Rumble. I mean, we still got, oh, we got a month until day one, so there's plenty of time to really get that feud going uh so i wouldn't be surprised if it does uh happen on day one uh but yeah I, i'm excited I'm, I'm excited to see beth and edge work together uh that, that'll be something that'll be uh uh exciting to see um and then you could carry it over to the rumble you know especially if beth and maurice are in the women's royal rumble that'll uh, be an angle there and uh obviously with uh, edge and miz as well they'll probably be in the rumble uh, wouldn't be surprised if they're in the rumble as well. So I would I would expect a mixed tag at day one and then carry it over to the Royal Rumble match itself. Uh, shout out to all the people watching for the first time. Couple people in Kentucky, Russell Tucky down with this year. We also got people in North Carolina and we got people in South Africa. So I love it. If you're watching for the first time, tell us where you're watching from. That's a big question for people watching. One twenty five in the morning in South Woo! Africa right now. Big shout out to all my guys in South Africa. I know you guys are going through a hard time with Omicron right now. Mm -hmm. um, so just stay put, stay tight, get vaccinated, and it's all gonna it's all gonna blow over. Just stay stay chill and watch us because that way you yeah. can stay entertained while you're quarantined. There yeah, you there you go. And if you're quarantined just for safety, go ahead and watch out. What's up? A bullet county in the house. All right, thank you guys so much for watching here. Uh, first time we've ever seen Edge and Beth kind of. We have seen them work a program together. They did this with him and Orton, uh, but never a match. I think any couple that's in wrestling, they want to have some type of match together. Does this get to the point where we have these these couples in a match together? Because they did that with Miz and Maurice before against uh, Bella and Brian Daniel Bryan, and that was okay. You know, that was just okay. That didn't you know live up. I think to some fans expectations uh can they do something and make this work at wrestlemania is this how you want to use edge at wrestlemania i, I don't know if that's the way you want to use edge at wrestlemania is I this going to stretch so. that far because we're getting into january you know and wwe's already talking about wrestlemania plans now listen i'll tell you something the the feud with the miz and maurice against john cena and nikki bella that i thought personally in my opinion that was a very entertaining build-up to that matchup that led into the engagement later on during, during WrestleMania. That's a long ass time ago now, but 
you can't deny that the comedic sketches that that the Miz and Maurice did backstage, them dressing up as John Cena, Nikki Bella, and doing <laughs> their stuff. mannerisms, yeah. it's great. It's entertaining. And I can't think of anybody else that's going to make Edge look as great as he is, even better on camera in the entertaining side and on the match side of things. I think those two will definitely give us a good story to watch. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't, know if can, I don't know if it can carry all the way to WrestleMania, though, but uh, I, I think definitely uh, it, it is something to watch for at least this month and uh, the next two months going into the Royal Rumble, too. So I think it's something they can carry for two months. I don't know about WrestleMania, so to speak, um, but man, I really want I really, really want Edge and AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Uh, I think good. Edge needs to have a big match at WrestleMania. You're bringing him in. He's a big star. He's a big attraction. You heard that reaction he got this year at WrestleMania. He still has a special feel about him, and I think it needs to be a big deal when he's in the ring. I don't. I just don't know if this is the match he needs to have at WrestleMania. Is yeah. this the one that can get him there? I don't Let's know if there's enough to carry it that far. I just yeah. don't know if there's going to be enough. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying. You know, yeah. you would have to go real slow on it, but you know, WWE they like to get through storylines in three or four weeks. So. Yeah. <laughs> the, the audience wants them to get through it in three or four weeks, but have it pay off like it's been going for six months. People forget that. That's modern yeah. media consumption. Give it to me now. I want to binge it all and watch it in two days. You know, it's sort of the same idea. Let's jump right into this story. Matt Hardy has kind of pulled back the curtain on what he thinks the differences are between WWE fans and AEW fans. Of course, he spent a majority of his career in WWE, where uh, he'll likely be inducted in the Hall of Fame. And then he spent the last two years or so in All Elite Wrestling, where he's the leader of the HFO faction, one of many, many factions in All Elite Wrestling. Uh, but he's kind of cleared up the difference and the difference between those different types of fans. But let's jump right into the tribalism. What's the story, boys? It's going to aggravate people on the internet. <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy recently on AEW's Un Unrestricted Podcast with Tony Schiavone and Aubrey Edwards. And uh, they mentioned... Uh, uh, during uh, Matt Hardy said he noticed during his program with uh, Sammy Guevara, and uh, and uh, that there was a you know difference between the two fan bases, and so he talked about that on uh, the AEW fan base being different and preferring things to be more realistic with their product. And he says something I've learned by following AEW's audience closely is a very different audience that places than places I worked at in the past. Impact's audience, for instance, they are a lot more accepting of things that are, are out of the normal parameters of pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. They enjoy that stuff a lot more. WWE fans are a little more into the supernatural stuff. But AEW fans, they really like the realistic in-ring product of old school pro wrestling where it stays within the boundaries of reality. And I decided to work towards that. And I, I, I was uh, listening uh, to Jim Cornette. Uh, I don't know why, but I was listening to Jim Cornette talk about uh, uh, MT, uh, MJF's promo with CM Punk. And actually, for once, Cornette was praising AEW on this, and he was praising uh, also Danielson's work. And he's saying that these things between like Punk and MJF and mm -hmm. what Danielson's doing is a lot like Mid-South Wrestling was in the 70s. So I thought it was kind of interesting to see Cornette actually not crap on the AEW product and uh, and kind of compare it to Mid-South Wrestling with kind of the way uh, these things are going. Your 20-minute promo battle, which was just was just 
majestic between CM Punk and, and MJF. And of course, the tremendous heel turn of, of Brian Danielson. Uh, well, I think to it, clear to clear the thing up there about Jim Cornette here, who's always said very inflammatory things about all the wrestling, or at least the things that inflame people, is he's kind of always said that stuff. The stuff mm-hmm. he doesn't like, he'll let you know. Yeah. The framework about what they're doing is they're kind of like wrestling for wrestling fans. It's WWE is wrestling for everybody. It's it's mm-hmm. it's Disney yeah. professional wrestling, and there's <laughs> yeah. an appeal. Yeah, the, that's just the the rate. That's not an insult it. though. It's That's not because Disney does everything. Disney has the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. They own Star Wars. They own everything. They have TV shows everywhere. Yes. yes. They have yes. a That's very a wide, 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 wide net. Yes, wide, wide absolutely. net. Absolutely. Um, and for lack of a better phrase, all wrestling is a purist wrestling brand. That's supposed to be mainstream, right? Uh, and the thing about also about Jim Cornette, where people say, oh, he just hates these guys and all this different stuff. No, Jim knows how to stir the pot and knows how to do it well on the Internet. He's made a full time living on the Internet, by the way, for the past 20 years. So I think he knows what he's doing when he's going there. And another thing is people just read what he says and they don't listen to the show. So they're just reading a clip and going online and getting all mad. Just like if people only see a clip of our show and they're not like the people who are watching for 12 minutes, they only listen or read something for five seconds. Um, I know what that's like. It depends on the interpretation of how you get it. But it's 100% true. I mean, All Elite Wrestling is a different show from WWE. I think WWE shouldn't doesn't have to be like All Elite Wrestling to be good. I think that's the illusion. The illusion that WWE has good as PG is bad. Oh, shut up. Just stop it. Like, it's, come on. You're asking them not to evolve or grow. Can you just stay what you were when it, when it was 16? So I feel like I'm 16 again and I'm 38 or 36. You know, man, come man on. go back to the Attitude Era and watch a pay-per-view. 80% of it was crap outside of The Rock and Stone Cold and, you know, a couple other matches. There was a lot of crap in the Attitude Era. So a lot of people praise it, but that was just because of the top of you know the or as macho man would say the cream of the crop i mean people tend to tend to forget that we had characters like val venus who was a porn star (laughs) we had that we had the godfather who was a pimp who had a train i mean so we had these really edgy characters back then but at the time they kind of needed those edgy characters in order to beat wcw yeah now yeah, and they invested in the mid-card back then, where a lot of times they would not invest in the mid-card so heavily. There was a lot of investment with mid-card guys back then. Are we ready to deal with some exciting comments that we're getting about all of this tribalism? There's no, no, let's no, dive no. into it. What? You tell me, it. You telling me there are comments? Really? Yeah, what? some people saying no. Attitude Era was the best. And Ricky Kent still also saying that AEW is doing everything right. <laughs> everything? <laughs> everything 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 not everything everything but, uh, they're doing everything? a lot they're, they're doing a lot right but not everything they're doing a lot everything right. with a big question mark come on no. nobody nobody can be nobody can do everything right yeah they can't do everything right that's kind of ridiculous here um so uh getting into mo- more of <laughs> he, he doubled down on it though he doubled everything. down on it <laughs> He's doubling. Ricky Castillo is doubling down on AE Dubs. Let me, let me spell it out for you. Get it. Get on. Get on you there, Ricky. Get on you, Bobby. Bobby saying, "I'm um, I'm looking forward to Sammy Guevara versus Tony Nese on AEW Rampage." Well, you're watching Rampage. That's a, that's exciting. Uh, there's less people watching it than they were. 
it's sad, sad that the show is a f- one third of what it had two months ago in terms of a, a, a viewership. Uh, but that's a whole different take there. Uh, so it is, it is true. Uh, and as they continue to kind of carve out their, I don't want to say it's a niche. Uh, media people would call it a niche just based on what the ratings are. But in terms of wrestling, it's a game changer. It's changed the industry. It's done a lot of different things here, you know, for, for wrestling gonna, as a whole. Yeah, I don't think they expected Rampage to be a ratings juggernaut, especially when it's not a live show most of the time on a terrible time slot. So if it, I mean, that that's two, there's two whammies right there. People are going to read what happened and, and it's at a bad time slot. So, you know, it, not it, only that, that, but you're following up the most watched wrestling yeah. show in the mm-hmm. United States with SmackDown. To yeah. follow that in a pre-recorded show, you can just catch the highlights next yep. morning. Yeah, and it's time to go to the bar. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't watch Rampage until like Monday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I It's rare unless I'm home. I, even when I'm home, I don't know if I'll, I'll, I'll watch it, you know, live. It if I'm depends. doing comedy on the weekends, doing Friday and Saturday comedy rest, comedy stuff, like wrestling is the thing I'll do away from it. You know, yeah. if I have a show, sometimes I've done some shows where I don't have to be at the venue until like seven or I don't have to leave the house until like eight. I'm watching the first hour of SmackDown, leave the house, yeah. you know, zip right over. I've done in the back back room of a, oh, uh, oh, I'm waiting to go on stage. Oh, hey, we're pushing the show back. To, uh, we don't start until like 930. I was like, oh, perfect. Let's go in the green room. Watch. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of times I'll do SmackDown Rampage on Saturday if there's no football or you know, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll hold off on my fr- I don't I don't watch wrestling live on Fridays hardly at all. So I'll watch Smackdown like if there's something going on, if I have like a prior engagement, then I'll watch it Saturday morning. But most of the time I watch Smackdown, AEW Rampage. I'll just Pandemic, watch it though, changed later, it. later. You were spending yeah, a lot more. You absolutely. were spending your Fridays at home. So I guess maybe, yeah, maybe that changed exactly. Things. Exactly. Uh, so that's where things are. Uh, Nickelodeon is getting into the WWE business. King Woods can almost do anything right now. It seems like anything he touches is pretty busy. He is a part of the relaunch of the G4 video gaming nerd central station of culture. And uh, I've caught some of that. Some good stuff on that. Again, I'm a big fan of it. He's now doing a, a big a special for the holidays coming up with Nickelodeon called Treasure Truck. Treasure Truck. Uh, and this looks pretty, uh, pretty over the top. Basically, you know, a lot of kids are going to win toys. Is what this looks like. A lot of people are going to win toys. There's be a lot of marketing. There's be a lot of mentioning of, of different Pro- things. Product placement. <laughs> a lot of pro- oh, this is going to be product placement city. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. And, and they've been doing. WWE's been doing a lot more product placement. I've even been noticing. But on their broadcast, they've been having like Pizza Hut, or they've been having like KFC in the back. They've so, had stuff yeah, like that forever, though. They've yeah. had no, stuff but like they're doing forever. it more frequently, though. Now, now they're like really relying on it. I think they're just selling more of it. I think it's 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 also they're saying like, oh, we can do integrations, we can do different things. Uh, another another thing to notice with that is once you do that, you show that do you need to buy commercial space on our show or do you just need to buy mentions that's why it's worth talking about these things like woods doing this is likely a deal with wwe so uh so like you want to do a thing where you sell toys well do you want to do it with our talent and have them host a show 
And then we get to do a cross marketing thing and like, oh, you're buying all these toys. What about WrestleMania tickets and stuff like that? I know it sounds kind of crazy, but this is marketing stuff that WWE kind of figures out and is kind of leaning more into as buying commercial space on show, some shows. It isn't, I'm not to say it's less valuable. It doesn't have the same edge depending on when you do it. You want to do a longer marketing campaign? You start doing integrations. You start putting your product in, in front of the camera. But WWE is not going to do stuff like WCW did where we're going to make the ring post. Slim Jim, you know, we're going to make them into Slim Jim. AEW did that with uh, with Rick and Morty uh, yeah. a few years ago. I think it was like season four. They mm-hmm. had a Rick and Morty themed AEW Dynamite mm-hmm. where they had the ring post. And they I think they also did it for Mortal Kombat where they put the ring posts uh, with the Mortal Kombat logos on there. So AEW has done that too. Uh, definitely here. Uh, a lot of people uh, saying, uh, oh, we got someone disagreeing with you. Want to get into a disagreement? Oh. Anthony Montazo says, Jose, I disagree with you. Because remember, WWE would always product place during both SmackDown and Raw when they are the partnership with 800 Collect every week in the middle of the show. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That Collect. Probably, that, That's that not a dated reference. Back to high school. Yeah, I know. That was like over 20 years ago Castro GTX for, this, oh, for, Castrol, for the younger for the Xenials Ico Pro I mean yeah dude. for Gen like, Z maybe. people for Gen Z people what is 1-800-COLLECT so 1-800-COLLECT was you would you would make a collect call the you fact that we have phone. to explain what 1-800-COLLECT is really gives away our age there was a okay. time when only rich people had cell phones and... yes cell phones weren't like a common thing for everyone until like 95, 6. No, but I mean, like, everyone having one. It wasn't a common yeah. thing until, like, 04, 05, oh. where everybody had one. Where if you were a teenager and you had one in, like, when I was in high school, it was, like, a big I had, deal. I had one know? in, like, 95, but I yeah. lived on it. Yeah. So, so we're around there. But 1-800-COLLECT, you just you type 100-COLLECT, and it would be a cheaper call <laughs> Yeah. Than, than it was a way for you to not pay on a toll phone basically and you would go to a phone booth <laughs> a public phone which is just like insane to say nowadays and i did do that i, I would do that it's uh, like now you look at a public phone with so much disgust you're like Ew. i remember well, going to with that i remember going to um SummerSlam 94 and my brother uh my brother who drove us and brought us to the show with his friends in our parents blue station wagon that's another dated reference having oh to find a, having to find a payphone to call my parents and say the show just ended it ended an hour later than we thought it was i'm gonna bring the 11 year old home you know <laughs> so fun uh, times matt, matt cardona just released a t-shirt uh, ico bro ico bro with the uh logo yeah he just released that shirt <laughs> yeah tugging on the nostalgia strings guys yeah and, yeah. and we're gonna see more of these like product collaborations and big brands mixed together with wwe it's wrestlemania season they do stuff like this all the time it makes especially around this time of year uh it makes sense interesting that wwe is doing this because nickelodeon is a viacom property so you see wwe now uh, everyone thinks oh they're just about fox and nbc no they have a deal with netflix they've done some stuff with netflix recently nickelodeon Uh, now which is part of viacom yeah, so now Nickelodeon is a part of Viacom, so that's CBS. They've had deals with YouTube in the past. Uh, they've mm-hmm. had there's been some talk of them. The, if they didn't go to Peacock, they were going to go to ESPN Plus. You know, so there was talk of that uh, in terms of bringing the network over there. So WWE's Which, not. Opposed. By the way, thank God it didn't go to ESPN Plus because we're probably going to be forced to not only pay the ESPN Plus fee, but then you would have to pay another forty dollars to watch. 
the WWE pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can put the I think the only pay-per-view fan WWE fans now after having the network for so many years would pay for would be WrestleMania. That'd be maybe that or the Rumble, you know, or something. I don't think you can put that genie back in in the bottle for sure. Uh, uh, Our very own Mr. James Espanto Fernando. Guy who's always with us, been watching for years. <clears throat> you would make a click call instead of saying your name beep, you would tell your friends and family where you are and quickly hang up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cheap way to do it. The way you're supposed to do it is a click call. It'd be a collect call. I was like, this is one eight hundred collect. This is a call from Kevin. And you would just like, this is a one eight hundred collect call from Kevin. I'm at school, pick me a bike. Remember, remember, remember the commercial? I think it was a super commercial. Uh, uh, we had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I love that we had, had to explain point. what uh one hundred collect is to people. So that, that was my god, those episode. commercials were everywhere in the early nineties. Uh even in the late nineties, too. Man. Yeah, or late nineties, yeah. For sure. If you haven't done already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Thank you to the people who are 23,000 subs uh, on YouTube. Now, if we could just get all those people to watch our videos, that would be absolutely fantastic. Thank you to the millions of people that have checked out our top five videos, though. Millions! Millions! On Facebook Watch. We appreciate that. Uh, we're also active on the Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. We're, we're, we're doing some some real business over on the Snappy Chat. Uh, so definitely check us out on there, too. And, Did you uh, just say snap, we, uh, Snappy Chat? Snappy and, Chat. Uh, we brought, we, uh, and we've also brought a legendary man on board. with. Yes, uh, well. very excited to do this. I didn't know when this was going to be announced. Uh, but we can say that legendary wrestling journalist, the grandfather of wrestling journalism, uh, people speak of, of of a Meltzer, all right? And in that same class is the man, the man who made wrestling magazines what they are. They called all of the magazines, not just magazines. No, they're Aptor mags. Bill Aptor joining sports key to wrestling uh he will be doing some content with us articles lists videos he's going to be joining us here in the top story as well uh so we are going to have him on the top story as well uh check out a uh, great interview with him unfiltered which is just up that's our weekly show with chris dr chris featherstone and every tuesday night every tuesday night those drop and we get to talk to big names uh different people that are maybe uh not active in the industry or maybe are are, are out of it a little bit so they can be a little bit more unfiltered hence the name uh those are those come out every tuesday on the channel as well uh but excited to have bill i've been able to meet bill a handful of times just a gem just a great guy a great yeah. person uh who understands so much of wrestling from the garden to the Philadelphia spectrum to the rise of rock and wrestling to stone cold and the rock. This is a guy who's front row taking the pictures and uh, also helped create the phenomenon that was Andy Kaufman in professional wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who's been a part of a lot of different things and has a very, very unique take on it, especially if you enjoy wrestling history, he is the wisdom is underneath his tree and Can't wait we're, we're going to be able to, we're going to be able to pick the fruit off that tree and, and take a bite from time to time. So it's going to be really fun to do that. Uh, follow them on the Twitter machine at Jose underscore G underscore official. You're on the you're on the IGs. You're more active on the Instagram, right? Yes, sir. Uh, I love adding Enies to things too. <laughs> oh, by the way, quick side note before we plug in Jeremy, but we also have another brand new show that premieres tonight uh, at 10:30 on Instagram with Diamond Dallas Page. Bro. Bang, bro! The Bro Show with Vince Russo and Doctor Chris Featherstone tomorrow. Actually, 10- 
actually Thursday, sorry about that, not tonight, Thursday, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, 9 a.m. Uh, Indian Standard Time, Friday morning. So go ahead and check that out. But, yeah, man, I'm super excited to have uh, Bill Lapter along Bye. here joining us in the Sports Keto family. What about you, Jeremy? What you got going on, broski? Uh, not much right now. Gonna go get my booster shot here. Right oh, dude, it's gonna knock your ass out, dude. Great. I, I was supposed to be here Monday. I was uh, Tuesday. I yeah. was like, nope. <laughs> well, I'm off tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, anyways. So I'm supposed to go out of town. But uh, plan for it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, right now, uh, we are uh in a little hiatus with loss of the mid card, but hopefully we'll be back uh, uh soon. Uh, just keep uh keep in touch with me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. Um, but to see what we're all about, you can search for loss of the mid card on the podcasting, any of your favorite podcasting uh, uh, forums there, or also the video version on the YouTube. You can see what we've done there. Uh, we've been, uh, myself and Matt Black, have been going at it for almost seven years and over 300 episodes. Uh, so go check That's us awesome, out, dude. and hopefully we'll be back soon. Christopher Ryan Cooper saying here, Jose G, not tonight. It's the debrief. It's Wednesday. That's yeah. right. Our fan base is reminding us of our own programming. <laughs> All right. So, yes, he is right. CRC, you're right. It is tonight at 10 p.m. Right after Dynamite, we do have the debrief. Tomorrow night at 10.30, that's when we have yeah. the bro show with DDP. So thank you for that. Uh, I, I meant to say that. Oh, I got to sneak this in. Uh, sneak this in while we're busy with wrestling stuff. AAW, I'm a part of one of the top independent promotions in the country. We're announcing our year-end show, Unstoppable which will feature our new champion, Matt Fitchett, versus Impact Wrestling veteran and former world champion there, Rich Swan. Oh, and also Ruby Soho going to return mm. to AAW. That is going down to the Logan Square Auditorium in downtown Chicago, right off the blue line. Not hard to get to. I know some people say our shows in the burbs are hard to get to, but this one, super, super easy to get to. You don't even have to drive to it. You can take the train right to it. Uh, get your tickets at AAPro, AAWPro.com. That's AAWPro.com. We also have our on-demand library there, AAWOnDemand.com. All the links are up on my Twitter. Okay, guys, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow with all of this stuff. Tonight with the debrief wrestling never ends it never mm-hmm. stops never. never never ever ever stops um go check out our stuff we have a whole bunch of stuff for you to watch on demand we're always live with you five days a week so and for the people that watch every five days a week we love you we we, we absolutely love you so so much i really really thank you we're gonna do some fun stuff here before the end of the year thank you guys so much remember when watching wrestling it is of dearest and most importance whether you have a beard like all three of us or you're attempting to grow a beard and, or you're a lady and you don't want to grow a beard. All right. Beard or no beard. You <laughs> have to do this show. Can you grow oh. a beard? Oh. Beard or no beard. <laughs> Wheel of beards. Let's, let's see. Let's, let's, we're going to use all the gimmicks. All right. All of the gimmicks aside, beard or no beard. Remember when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what gentlemen? Yes, got to enjoy it. These frutello enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>